Erwin Heimen. Erwin Heimen. Come on. Duolingo. That's how we do things. Good to see you guys today. How are you all doing? How was your, uh, how, how many of you, it's your first week back at school? Raise your hand. Okay, how many of you, it's your second week back at school? Make some noise. Come, come on, that was sad. Don't y'all like school? Who loves school in this place? It's all right. It's okay. It's okay if you don't, you know, you just got to do it. Just don't be lazy, right? Today, we're going to be talking about role models, okay? Everybody say role models. How many of you got role models? You guys got role models? Yeah, I got role models too. Um, We're going to be finishing up our influencers series today. So if you are paying attention the last few weeks, we've talked about the company that you keep. We've talked about those who influence you and how you influence them. Uh, we've talked about yesterday a little bit about role models last week. So we've, we've really covered a lot about influence this month, right? Um, if God isn't putting in your heart to influence people, you're just not being influenced by him right now. And that's the truth. See, God wants someone like David in worship. God put this uh, passage on my heart. If we can go to 1 Samuel 13, 14 in the King James Version. 1 Samuel 13, 14, King James Version. So anybody know about King David up in here? David, right? Everybody know he slang, he slayed the giant, right? Took them rocks, hit them in the head, right? You know about that, Sonny? Amen. Glad. That's my boy right there, Sonny. It's always Sonny where Sonny's at. There's a show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but I just changed it. Love that guy. How many of you know that David was a man of God, right? But why did God choose him to be king? That's a big question. Why did God choose him to be king, right? It wasn't like Simba, right, where Simba just couldn't wait to be king, but it's because of nepotism that he became king. It wasn't because of that, and it it wasn't because his daddy was king. David's daddy was not king, right? He didn't get it through through his lineage, right? But instead, um, right here, by now thy kingdom shall not continue. This is God talking to the first king, right? Everybody say first king. And that was Saul. Saul was not the greatest guy, right? He failed at being king. So God says, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought a man after his own heart. And this, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain. Everybody say captain. Everybody say capitan. Over his people because thou hast not kept that which the Lord has commanded these. That was pretty cool to read. These and thou's awesome to read, but the message is so important. Why was Saul not king anymore at this point? Because he wasn't someone that obeyed God's command. And the reason why he didn't obey God's commands is because he wasn't someone after God's own heart. So God is looking for some of you to be influencers, right? Because David's a captain now. He has power. He has influence, right? He's going to be a king. But God is looking for similar people and you guys to be influencers in your, in, your, in, your, in your groups. But you have to be someone that's after his own heart or he's not going to trust you with people that will follow you, right? And you're like, well, I don't want people to follow me. It's not like that. It's not like a cult-like thing, okay? It's not like you become Jim Jones. It's not like you become like some kind of weird guy that starts like having 30 people follow him. Not saying that. It could be. That'd be kind of cool, actually. That wouldn't even be weird. But what I'm saying is there are going to be people in your life that are going to need you. 
They're going to need you. They're going to need the things you know about God, the things you've experienced about God. But you see, God's not going to send them to you because you're not someone that's after his own heart. See, this is important because in your life, right, you're going to be a role model and you're going to have role models, right? And those people that are role models in your life, they should have God. They should be seeking after God. They should be someone that's after God's own heart. And if you were to be a role model, you should be someone that's after God's own heart. Does anybody actually even know what the word role model means? Anybody? Anybody? Raise your hand if you know what a role model is. How many, how many of you know words are kind of just made up and, and things are just made up? Like, like Wisconsin, you know that's a made-up word. That's made up, right? That's definitely made up. Illinois, right? You know it's supposed to be Illinois. Come on. Come on. You know when you were little and you were reading Illinois, you know that felt right. Just sounded right. No, but this is like etymology and Native American stuff or whatnot. But you guys feel me? Words are just made up. So when did the phrase role model, you know, when did that come into play? And here's a little history that I will go in really quickly because we don't have that much time. But there was a guy not so long ago, who was a sociologist, right? What that means is he studies people and the way they act and their behavior. Uh, and basically, uh, he created this term because he was watching young people. Uh, often, they would model themselves after someone who occupied or they possessed a role that the young person aspired to have. So they started to name those people that had those roles role models. That person would become the role model. And if said youth or young person's aspirations like would become a basketball player or a rapper or a makeup artist or uh, whatever you can, you can name, they would often uh, look to people that already fill that role, right? So let's say I used to want to be a rapper back in the day, right? As you can tell, you know, because I'm, I'm pretty good, right? How many of y'all think I'm pretty? That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. My, my wife thinks I'm good. Right? Is she here? It's all right. She can't, she can't say no because she's not here right now. So here's the thing. I used to want to be a rapper, so I would follow these rappers, and I would figure out things about them, right? What they rapped about, how they looked, how they lived. And what I would want to do is I would want to be like them, right? I also wanted to be a basketball player. for Up until the age of 18, I was checking how, how tall I was getting. Yeah, and, and it, it just, I never got taller, so I couldn't really be an NBA player, unfortunately. I didn't have the hops for it. But then during that time, I would look after people like Derrick Rose, Kevin Durant. I would look at people like Chris Paul, and I'm like, man, I'm trying to be like them. I want to play like them. I want to speak like them. I want to walk like them. I want to talk like them, right? Um, and, and they became role models in my life. Those are people far away. But then I also had people close to me, right, people near to me. When I first had, went to my youth group, my first youth group, there were guys that could hoop and they could rap and they loved Jesus. So I said, bro, that's a triple threat. I'm, at, I'm right there. What are you, who are you? What's your name? And I would get to know them. They would tell me all these things. Uh, they were dating, so they would date people. And I'd be like, man, I want to date people like they date people, right? So I literally wanted to be like them. I wanted to fill that role. They modeled the role that I wanted to fill. And uh, sometimes these influences... Uh, they have influences, these role models have you wanting things you don't know you need, uh, you need to do to have. So, like, they have you, these role models are here, right? Let's say, like, you see some dude, and he has, like, the nice car, and he's in your block, right? He has, like, what's a, what's a nice car right now? Not named Tesla. Not a Tesla, though. Come on, let's, even now I know a Tesla. 
Yeah, go ahead. Bugatti. Let's think of like some really not mainstream car right now. What's your, what is it? A Ford Taurus. That's, that's the Snow White right there. All right. Let, let's think like, you know, let's just, let's just say, fine, we'll say Bugatti, right? Let's say there's this guy on your block. He has a Bugatti. You know what? You want a Bugatti. So you start to see how this guy is. Man, this guy has a Bugatti. I'm a, if he has a Bugatti, I'm going to be like him. Then maybe I'll have a Bugatti. But you don't understand the dude had to work like 60 hours. He left his kids, right, like at home with his wife, never sees them, right, works another job, right? He does all these things. He abandons other things to get to this Bugatti, or you don't even know he's like the drug dealer. He's part of the cartel or something like that. You don't know the things the dude had to do to be this person that you now say is your role model. So a lot of times we don't know the people that we try to imitate. See, someone who like, let's say you admire someone for their wealth, and that's it. You see, we'll do whatever we can to have his wealth at this point. So uh, a lot of times, especially now, we always compare ourselves, right? Social media makes it really hard. Like, and sometimes I get tempted with it too, right? You know, I see like these nice houses and these cool yards and everything. I'm like, man, I want a yard like that. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I can do this, I can do that, I can do that, and I can get that yard. But then it's like, hold up, man. I'm just literally jealous of this person, right? I want what they want. I don't know anything about this person. I don't know anything about their life, yet I desire what they have. That's called coveting. So we have to understand a lot of times our role models, we're just jealous of them. So being jealous of them, we want to be like them, right? Whether it be people that we know, let's say it's like you're one of your friends or one of these kids that are older than you in school. You see them, you see that who they're with, and you're like, man, I want to be like that. And you don't know the type of person that they are. Okay. So, here's the thing. Often, the social pressure is placed upon people that are not really in the model position. Like, not in a, they're not a model, really, at all. They don't, they're not the model type of person. So, for example, right, there's this guy named Charles Barkley. He literally said, man, I'm not a role model. I'm just a basketball player, okay? That's honest right there. Anybody ever heard of Juice World? He's a rapper. He died because of an overdose, and this be, might be true, might not be true, but I remember hearing now he had a, his, his favorite rapper was Future. He modeled his rap game after him. And Future, what does he rap about all the time? He, he raps about the Mercosins, right? That's how it's, what is it called? Anybody know? Mercosins? Perkinsons, not Mercosins. Right? I don't do drugs, so you know, I don't know, man. Perkinsons, right? He makes a song about that. Then he makes a song about other drugs, right? He makes all these songs about drugs, but he doesn't even do them. He doesn't even do them. But guess what? His fans don't know that. So people that role model themselves after Future, what are they going to feel like doing? All the stuff that Future's rapping about. So they start doing drugs. Next thing you know, they get addicted. Future, man, he ain't even addicted. He's healthy, man. That man probably got personal trainers. He got people that are his dietitians. He got people meal planning for him. That man healthy. He's vegan, right? Let's just say that. But this dude, he's drugged up, man. He's drugged up every day because he sees Future's music. That's his role model. Right? But he doesn't know he's in a trap. See, that future's not a model. He's not a model for that role that Juice World wants to have. So unfortunately, man, Juice World dies because of overdose. You know, and it's sad to say, right? But he, he probably did not have a chance to repent during that overdose. If he did, praise God. I believe God can save someone during overdose, right? I believe that 100%. And I know a lot of these rappers grew up in church. 
but they didn't have any role models in church, and that's unfortunate. Now, here's the thing. I need two volunteers really quickly. Um, let's have Daryl. Let's have Angelo. All right. Okay, just stand on stage real quick, guys. I want you to look. Look at everything, right? Get an idea. Angelo, step off the stage real quick. All right. You guys, you guys got an idea? No, you just fake. Come here. Come here. Come here. Face. Face everything. You guys got an idea of what you see? You got the layout in your mind? Okay, close your eyes. Okay, close your eyes. Okay, you're going to lead him all the way to the, uh, to the foyer. What? Yeah, so you ready? You're going to listen to him, okay? I'm going to lead him or you're going to lead me? You're going to lead him. So you got to find him first with your eyes closed. Okay, so how hard does that look? All right, Daryl, Angelo, good job, guys. Thank you. You guys made it a quarter all the way. So, see, I need to tell you guys something. Keep that image in your mind, right? Go to Luke chapter 3, verse 39, please. See, there's often a social pressure uh, to be the person that you're, you're looking at, you know, the role model. And this is why I need to tell you that you need to have Christ and his church as your role model, and you yourself need to be a role model. Because if you don't, this is what's going to happen. Luke chapter 3, verse 39. Luke chapter 3, verse 39. Luke chapter 3, verse 39. Oh, I guess that's the wrong one. Let me get that real quick. Sorry, my guys. Sorry, TJ. TJ does so great. All right. One second. This is uh, one of the hardest things to do. All right, Luke chapter 6, 39. Luke chapter 6, 39. Thanks, TJ. Everybody say thank you, TJ. Of TJ. All right, so Luke chapter 6, 39 explains what I just showed you guys. Daryl had his eyes closed. Angelo had his eyes, cl his eyes closed. Was it, were any of them in the position to lead? No. So this is what happens when the church and Christ is not the role model. It's the blind leading the blind. We have to understand that Jesus made it real simple. He said to them this parable, can the blind lead the blind? That's a rhetorical question. It's a no-duh no type of question. Can the blind lead the blind? No. Will they not both fall into a pit? If I had a pit right there, Daryl and Angelo would have been done. The student is not above the teacher. Everybody say, the student is not above the teacher. But everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Everybody say, like their teacher. See, this is important to understand, right? Because Jesus is giving us insight to how the Pharisees were living at that time. See, the Pharisees were blind, but they thought they could see. See, they were blind, but they thought they had all the sight. They rejected Jesus. They rejected his claims. They rejected his miracles. They rejected everything about Jesus while also trying to lead God's people. 
They were blind. Think about this. The Bible says that in him do we see light. In his light do we see light. See, Christ came as the light, but yet people loved their darkness instead. People chose, those Pharisees chose to lead people in darkness blind rather than see the light. And this is what a lot of you guys are doing while choosing these role models. Because most of y'all role models are still in darkness. Most of the people you look up to don't even know how to, where to look up to. You got to understand that. Most of the people you follow and admire, they still don't know who to follow and admire. You see, the blind are leading the blind. And they both fall into a pit. Many, in this, uh, many people in this generation are looking for role models. If we can pull up those stats real quick about role models. You see, everyone is looking for a role model. They're looking for a mentor. That's like a buzzword, okay? That's like a big word now, mentor, right? Uh, if you look into real estate, you need a mentor. If you look into stocks, you need a mentor. If you're looking at anything, you need a mentor. But that's nothing new. Oh, my gosh. What in the world? That looked like 2005 VHS. What's going on? Never mind those stats. Just understand this. A lot of Americans have role models, okay? That's pretty much what it's saying. Oh, TJ. Talk about it, TJ. Zoom up all the way, my man. Look at that. That's the guy right there. Okay, so it says this. A survey of 2,000 Americans found that 74% of respondents had or currently have a role model. And for those who do, the average person has four. Talk about four role models. See, the scripture says you'll have many teachers, but you only have one father. That's so true in this generation. Many people are always looking on YouTube. Let me see this person. Looking at Instagram. Let me follow this person. At school, having shallow relationships. Let me get involved with this person. But really, they have no close relationships. The vast majority of those with a role model, 81%, say their role model has influenced some of their major life decisions. Man, I was about to go to law school, but then I saw this person whip up like some makeup, and they started doing makeup, and they had 10 million views. I said, forget law school. I'm going to go do this. That happens. Then it says right here, 80% of, uh, 81% believe it's important for young people to have someone to look up to. Get this. Most people are like, yeah, young people need, a, uh, need someone to look up to. This is how much they love y'all. I want to let you know that. But only 56% believe they're a role model for others. You guys get that? Most people are like, yeah, y'all need someone, but not me. <laughs> not me. Y'all need to look up to someone, but don't look up to me. See, your generation is one of the most abandoned generations. They're always saying, man, Gen Z this, Gen Z that. They're lazy. They're bums. They're always talking about their problems. They know nothing about the real world. right? How many times y'all hear that about your generation? But ain't none of them that say that want to do anything about it. They don't want a role model for you. That's because they don't love you. They don't love you. Who's your role model and has that person even taken you out to eat? Who's your role model and has that person ever been to one of your games, ever been to your school, ever uh, spoke into your life? Who's your role model and are they actually a model and do you actually know the role that they have in their life? You see, these are the top role model positions right now. Dad, mom, teacher, professor, celebrity coach, uh, other instructor like arts, music, historical figure, uh, manager, boss, youth pastor, pastor, right, youth leader, family, friend, right? These are the types of people that are in that role model position, right? These are the type of people you're supposed to look up to. 
But a lot of times you have these people not filling that role, right? How is a teacher and a professor supposed to grade you and be your role model? It's very hard to do that, right? You're not able to really have a connection with them. Celebrity, you're never going to know them. Coach, if you were on the, t- the coach's team, if you were on the team that your coach is in, he wouldn't give a rip about you. None of my coaches in my high school, my gym teachers, my coaches ever cared about me because I was never on their team. Here's the thing. If you were not artsy, if you didn't, know mu- if you didn't have musical talent, if you had no type of skill, most of these people wouldn't really care about you. What kind of role model is that? What kind of role model is that? What I'm trying to do is not make you feel bad. What I'm trying to help you understand is the brokenness and the shallowness of this culture that use you, that use you and take advantage of you, right? This whole LGBT movement, right, is taking advantage of this generation. They're using people that are young, trying to indoctrinate them and, and, and basically saying, hey, you move my agenda. This is what they always say, man, our generation isn't going to get it, but the next one is. Why? Because you keep brainwashing them, keep forcing them to do it. If you don't follow this, you're exiled, you're, you're canceled, you're not woke, you're not, you're not mature, you're stuck in the 20s. It's just ridiculous. When Roe v. Wade was, uh, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, people are like, oh my gosh, you're taking us back 100 years. Man, that stuff didn't even happen 100 years ago. They don't even know their history. You see, most of the people that are telling you stuff, they're blind. They're blind. The people that you're, you're, you, know, you call your teachers, if you get them off a subject they're not educated on, they're blind, yet they teach on that stuff all the time. When my wife was in college, and when, actually when I was in college, I remember I had a humanities professor. That means just a big word for, like, I'm going to tell you about, like, stuff that happened in history. And I remember she was putting down Christian, putting down Christian. I'm a new Christian. So I'm like, I'm going to speak up about faith. I'm like, hey, you keep talking about the Christian crusades, which are really Catholic, but hey, what about the Muslim crusades? Because I just researched that. You know what she told me? She said, there are no Muslim crusades. Ah, some weird stuff. She looked at me and said, there are none. It was like one of those weird movies where it's like, it's like, you're perfectly safe. There is no danger. There is nothing going on. You're perfectly fine. You're happy, right? And it's like, you're like, whoa, getting brainwashed and stuff like that. But she's blind. She's blind to her own bias. You see, the end, the end of it is uh, you either, if you don't pick people that know Jesus, if you don't pick Jesus, you're going to end up picking blind people. And you don't want to be led by blind people. See, the case is here, right? This is it. If we can go back to that verse in Luke chapter 6, verse 39. A lot of people are on role models, but I want to let you know this. The student will never be greater than the teacher. But when fully trained, the student will be just like the teacher. See, everyone who is fully trained will be like their teacher. Who's your teacher today? Who's your role model today? Who's your role model today? Because if I look at your life, I'm probably going to see your role model. Who's your role model? Because that's who you're going to be when fully trained. Who's training you today? See, we're all being trained. We all got a role model. We're all looking up to someone, and you're going to be exactly like that person. And if it's a blind person, right, if it's a person who don't know the truth, don't know Christ, don't give a rip about Christ, guess what you are going to be? You're going to be blind, not giving a rip about Christ. So who is it? Who's your teacher? You need to have Christ. In the church as your role model. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 5. 1 through, uh, yeah, well, actually, yeah, 1 Timothy 1 through, we'll just go with 1, okay? You see, 
We need to have the church as our role model. A lot of us, we come from broken homes, don't know how a family's supposed to look. That's no excuse to now have a broken family, to participate in a broken family. The scripture tells us what a family is out to look like. And it gives us an example because the church is the family of God. The church is the family of God. So if you, it, trust me, I, I came from being a, a child of a single dad because my mom passed away and I seen my dad's brokenness. I didn't really see a happy marriage. So it's like for me, I could say, man, well, I'm not going to do good in my marriage because I don't know what a marriage looks like. That's not an excuse. I have a role model. It's the church. It's the church. You see, if you don't know how to be a man in this place, don't worry. The church got you. The scripture got you. Jesus got you. He'll teach you how to be a man. If you don't know how to be a woman and all you see is Megan Stallion, all you see is like these transgender men trying to be women and they're being put as woman of the year and you're like, what is a woman? I don't even know. Listen, the church got you. Jesus got you. You don't need to be confused because God will teach you. It says right here, if we can go down a little bit more actually. It says when it's talking about elders, right, this is what an elder is supposed to be. And these are the people you should have role models with. Deacons, the people are worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, and not pursuing dishonest gain. How many of y'all know that takes away all the celebrities that we know about? It takes away all the celebrities that we know about. That takes away your Uncle, Fla- your Uncle Flacco, right? It takes away him because in the same way deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, your role models, they're not sincere. They're fake as can be. They're fake as can be. They're not worthy of respect, and they're indulging in a whole lot of wine and a whole lot of 40s, and they're pursuing dishonest gain. They lie about their money. They lie about their taxes. Listen, these are the people you're, you're trying to role model yourself after. Don't do it. Don't do it. Find people like these deacons. If we could go down even further, in the same way, women, the women are to be worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate, uh, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. You see, we have people to look up to. We have role models. It's the church. If we go to 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, you see, 50, 81% of people say y'all need a role model, but only half of those, half of the people say that they're going to be that role model. You know why? Because they're afraid to fail you. They're afraid to fail you. You'd be surprised. A lot of you guys are insecure right now. It's the truth. It's a part of human nature. You think, I'll be less secure when I get older. I'm here to let you know, if you don't get Christ and him and be secure in him, you're going to be even more insecure. Because here's the thing. Right now, you don't have much to worry about. Looks, right? Maybe grades. Imagine now you go to college. You got to worry about money. You got to worry about debt. Oh, this person, I'm, I have debt. I, I, not only do you, 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 still, you still think you're ugly now, but now you not only think you're ugly, now you know you're broke. Now you know you ain't got no future. Now you know people are 25 saying they're a millionaire, and you still, you still not even a thousand there. You're still a hundred there, right? So now you're super insecure. See, insecurities don't go away. They don't. I'm sorry to break it to you. Adults are committing suicide more. Male, male, white, white, supposedly it's like white male adults, right, committing suicide at crazy rates, right? But listen, these grown people that got everything you want, your role models that got everything you want, they still depressed and insecure. Dude, how many surgeries are these Kardashians going to have? There was like a, a promotion, and then there was a new Kardashian sister. I'm like, damn, who's she? Like, what in the world? Wait, she's not a Jenner, she's a Kardashian? But dude, it's Chloe. She, she don't even look like herself anymore. Dude, because she never, she never grew from her insecurities. You see, this is a, a rich woman, right? This is a wealthy woman. 
She, has an M- she had an NBA player as a husband. We ain't going to talk about that, right? going to talk about that. But, dude, she has everything these women want, right? But yet she's still getting plastic surgery. She's still insecure. Dude, it don't matter, man. You need Christ. And a lot of these people, they don't want you to follow them. And if they do, they want you to follow them from a distance, right? You ever, you ever seen someone that looked really like someone you know, and then once you got closer, you're like, man, you don't look like that person at all. When I was little, I remember I was half asleep, and I went upstairs, and I saw some woman that was dark-skinned. My mom's dark-skinned. So I just sat on her lap. And also, I opened my eyes. She ain't my mama. I was like, who are you? What in the world? I felt so betrayed. A lot of times, we see role models from far away. And once we get close, we're like, Stamp, who are you? I don't know who you are. I feel so betrayed. We think we know people. Then we get a little close-up view, and we're like, dang, you are not the role model I thought you were. Let's go to first. Con- oh, you're right there already. Paul makes it real simple. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. See, imitate me. Imitate my life as I imitate Christ. And I will say this. Imitate me as I imitate him imitating Christ. See, not a lot of people are willing to say that. Not a lot of people are willing to say this. Hey, listen, bro. You get around my family. You get around how I act. Right? You see me apologize. You see me and, and, and be humble. You see me as I follow Christ. You see me, you follow me as I follow Christ. That's a bold thing to say. None of the world can say that, but you know who can say it? People in the church. People in the church. I want to encourage you guys, get role models that are in the church. Many people don't want to be a role model in this world because they see this generation as a burden. They see y'all as a burden. They see y'all as a waste of time, but you're not a waste of time. You're not a burden. You're not a burden. God loves you guys. God cares about you deeply. God cares about your classmates deeply. God cares about your school so deeply. He cares about the broken generation so deeply. And they're not a burden to him. You see, you have to be willing to say, follow me as I follow Christ to your peers. You have to be willing to do that. Don't be those people that say, man, don't. Hey, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm a mess up, man. So don't look to me. No, dude, no. You can't do that. They need to look up to someone that they can see, they can touch, they can call. Is that going to be you? See, many Christians, they say that with false humility. Don't follow me, just follow Jesus. Yet, I thought the church was the body of Christ. I thought the church was the body of Christ. What does a body do? A body walks. A body moves. A body does things. Whatever the head says it to do. So if that person's really the body of Christ, they should have no problem saying, hey, follow me as I follow Christ. You see, we're actually, the Bible says this, don't think of ways to indulge the flesh. Don't think of nasty things to do, but instead, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, we're actually supposed to be clothed with the Lord Jesus Christ. When people see us, they're supposed to see someone that's like Jesus. So this is the thing. People imitated people by imitating Paul. People imitated the people imitating Paul when he was imitating Christ. I know that sounds confusing, but people saw Paul. And then people saw those people seeing Paul. And in the whole turn of events, they end up looking like Jesus. That's the church. That's 2,000 years of church history right there. People, see, we never saw Jesus face to face. We never saw him. But what we have seen are Christians that are willing to die for the gospel. That are willing to say, no, I'm not going to cheat on my wife. I'm going to honor him as Christ honors the church. No, I'm not going to beat someone up and slap them in the face. No, I'm going to have patience even when they scream at me. No, I'm not going to give in to depression and and anxiety and commit suicide. No, I'm going to fight. I'm not going to give up. You see, we've seen those people. We've seen people that are like Christ. 
And those are the people that ought to be role models. So who is your role model? Who is your role model? What, and what role are you, are you modeling to the people that see you? What role are you modeling to people that see you? When people see you, what's the role that you have? What are you modeling to the world? Because if you're not clothed in Jesus Christ, what are you clothed in? If you're not clothed in humility, clothed in honor, clothed in love, what are you clothed in? Are you a prideful person, always talking about vain stuff, always dishonest? Are you a gossip? Are you a slander? Are you a liar? Are you clothed in that garbage that the world feeds you? Are you clothed in Jesus Christ? You see, Christ is the role model. If we can go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 to 24, and if Daryl, you can come up, please. See, many of you don't understand the role model for you is the person that you're aiming to be. So a lot of you guys don't understand. Your role model, the person you look up to, that's your aim. That's who you're aiming to be. So here's my question. If Christ is not your role model, then who are you aiming to be? Can you even call yourself a Christian if Christ is not your role model? Why are you even here if Christ is not your role model? If Christ is not who you're aiming to be like, then you're sadly lost. You're blind. You're blind. You see, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 to 24, we can go up a little bit more. And if I can have the altar workers come up, please. We can go up a little bit more. 17, verse 17, please. Right there. So I tell you this, and I insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. Let me help you understand that you must no longer live as these celebrities do. You must no longer live as these unbelievers do. You must no longer live as these rappers do, as these Instagram people do, as these TikTok influencers do. In the futility of their thinking, that means the wastefulness of their thinking. You see, they are darkened in their understanding. They're blind up here. They can't see what's right and what's wrong. And separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Man, I've seen so many influencers, man, recently. When they bring up God, they're the most prideful people. They always have something negative to say about God. And you can see their hearts harden every time Jesus is brought up. I remember growing up and I had this friend I looked up to. I don't know why I looked up to him. I think it was because he seemed cool, right? He was athletic. Man, all the girls liked him. So I'm like, man, dude, I kind of want to be like this guy. And I remember I would start dressing like him. I would start acting like him. But man, whenever the Jesus was brought up, man, he would say, F Jesus, bro. F that church, bro. Why do you even go there, man? He called me names, mocked me. His heart was so hard. I remember years later, when he had kind of softened up, I asked him, man, bro, if I was to show you that this is true and that you need to follow Jesus, would you change your life? Would you give your life to Christ? He looked at me with no hesitation. He said, no, I wouldn't. You see, these role models have hardened their hearts, but don't, don't live as they do. They've lost all sensibi- sensitivity. They've given themselves over to sensuality. That means they don't care about how they feel or how they look. They just give into whatever that feels good. It, whatever feels good, that's what we're going to do. They indulge in everything and everything. So many young people are looking up to people like Andrew Tate, this one influencer that literally all he does is talk bad about women. Talk bad about women, talking about all the cars he has, right? All these people on YouTube. And I'm telling you, they just look up to that because they're full of greed. But that, however, is not the way you've learned. 
when you heard about Christ and were taught in him accordance with the truth, that is, if you can go down a little bit more, sir, that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by deceitful desires, and to be made new in the attitude, new in the attitude of your mind, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. You see, some of you deny Christ not because you don't want to go to heaven, because, because you don't want to see, you don't want to be that role. You see, a lot of us, it's not that you don't want to go to heaven. Like if I asked y'all, hey, do y'all want to go to heaven? Say this prayer. Most of y'all would say the prayer and say, I want to go to heaven. Listen, that's not the deal. That's not God's deal, okay? The deal is this, his son, Jesus. Do you want him? Do you want him? Do you want to fill that role? Do you want to be like Christ? Do you want to be like Christ? Do you want to model this role? Because if you don't, then it ain't for you. This is what it's for. You're, see, this role that we are to fill is to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. I don't think you understand that. When you're a Christian, you're saying, I have a role model. It's Christ. And my, the role that I'm filling right, is being like God in true righteousness and holiness. That's the role that you're to have as a Christian. And there's no one else to model it for you. You can't go anywhere else. You gotta go to Christ. You gotta go to Christ. If everyone can stand up, please. So your role model should be Christ. Plain and simple. And his church is able to show you who Jesus is like. The church is able to show you who Christ is like. But you gotta, you gotta stop looking up to these pagans, to these worshipers of themselves, these people that indulge in everything. They, they love sex. They love sex. They love their sin. Because if you look up to them, that's exactly who you're gonna be. If everyone can bow their heads and close their eyes, Father, we thank you, Lord, that you gave us the role model in Jesus Christ. Lord, we don't have to look to our left, to our right. We just simply have to look to the cross, Jesus. We just simply. Have